This is The Future of Money, a podcast where we hope to educate and get educated about the new world of blockchain and digital money. My name is Eric Denbor, and I will be your host. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Blockchain and the Future of Money. Today, we have with us Lee, Bang, and Jasper. So how about just introduce ourselves a little bit? Start with you, Bang. Yep. Hey, everybody. I'm Jeremiah Pickett, also known as Bang, also also known as your neighborhood love dealer. I'm a local artist and a creative. I'm Lee Wood. I'm KUF's general manager. I'm Jasper Logan. I'm KUAF's uh, community engagement manager, uh, as well as a local artist. And yeah. Best friends now. Best friends now, yeah. So... I thought this time what we're going to do, we're going to go back and do a little bit of a recap of the things that we have been talking about in the past. So the first episode for you that haven't seen it, go and see it. It's about how blockchain works and mining and how miners get paid. So what do we remember from that? It's the train. It's the train, right? It's the train. That's what I remember. So it's like train cars. Yeah that are all linked together. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you never heard it. No, never no, heard no. It. no, we yeah. gotta start. Yeah, we know. <laughs> the train cars. And then... <laughs> okay. Who, who wants to take it? Mm. No, not oh, I was okay. like, yo, it's... Okay, <laughs> so imagine uh, blockchain uh, is, is, is a train going forward. Yep. All the transactions that you do uh, on the blockchain, uh, the transaction will end up in this cart. And then you fill this cart with all this information. And then when that's done, it hooks up to the next cart. With the information that's on this cart, it's being hashed or secured into the first part of the next cart. Then this train just keeps on going. Mm. So the information that is on cart number one will also be part of cart number two. And then forward and then whom, you know, cart number three will have all the information from cart number one, and cart two. number two, and so on, so on and so on. Ah. And so that's why it's like the blockchain. Yes. <laughs> and these and these these blocks like they hold like all the transactions of a specific currency, right? Yes. Yeah. Or, 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 or all or, kinds or just, of stuff. Yeah. Or yeah, I guess like and everything that like has to do with that currency. Yes, we figured it out. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but, but so basically, that's what it is. Yeah. So there's these blocks, and each block has the information of the previous one, and that makes it secure. Because the thing is that let's say that someone wants to change whatever the information is on block one, he has to literally change yeah, all the without. information on the previous blocks. And one of the things that so if we take the Bitcoin blockchain for instance, to make a Bitcoin blockchain, it is six blocks before the miner actually gets paid. Mm. So he, he, he does the block here, and then once the sixth block is made, then they send a signal saying, hey, he needs his payment now. So he gets paid. And that's a security feature. Oh, right? yeah. So going forward, six, train, uh, six cards, sure. that takes about an hour. If you want to do the changes from the six cards to the first card and do all the changes backward, you will need every single computer in the world today. Wow. And it will take about a million years. Yes. Talk about security. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Yes. So, and like we, we always say that blockchain is what we call the truth of internet. Right. Because everything that you put on the blockchain, it can't, technically can't be changed. Then. Yeah, it's a record yeah. that cannot be changed. Yes. It, well, yeah, and everything you put on in each of these 
you know, cards is, is, is on a ledger, so to speak. And then you take everything in that ledger, you put it on that one, and it goes forward. Don't and this train never stops. Don't be fooled by my cool demeanor right now. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> this is like fascinating. Well, uh, well, that's for you. Welcome. Okay, that, Welcome. here we go. That's the recap. But I feel like we did pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I explained. We, like, we remember. Yeah, like the black, <laughs> right? The blockchain. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah th this is excellent. So, uh, so uh, you know, th there we go. Then, so on the Bitcoin blockchain, that's the miner gets paid after block. Six, right? right? And the way that this all works is that if you take a, a transaction between, we have this you and me, so mm -hmm. he buys a Bitcoin from me, mm -hmm. and you know, and we, we pay and we do this transaction. That gets put up, and then we do a transaction here, that gets put up, and this gets hashed together. And hashing is a form of security uh, mm. feature, an algorithm, right? So then you just keep on going, and in the blockchains, our Bitcoins, you know, they you can have up to two hundred fifty thousand transactions in one block. Mm. Now imagine that you start from the bottom; it's like a pyramid, and every single one of those get hatched together. The only way you can undo this is by rehashing everything back again. But by doing that, you need to do something. This called elliptic curve cryptography, which is wait, you wait, know. Let me ask this really quick. I'm sorry. Every one of your transactions get hashed together, or every one of everybody in the world's transactions get hashed everybody together. Everybody in the world. world, yes. Oh wow! Every single transaction that's done on the Bitcoin blockchain gets hashed, hashed like together. This, yes. Okay, catalytic cryptography. Uh, well, <laughs> you well, but that, that's that's a cryptography that is used to to secure the transaction. So when you actually do this hashing, that you use this algorithm for the next part. Gotcha. And for the next part, to do it this way is not that hard. Do it the other way around takes a lot of energy and, and a lot of computation to do. And that's why I said it takes it could take a million years to go back to this. Sure. Point. So speaking of energy. I don't know if we're going to touch on this, but... We can I, do that right now. Okay, so I heard that it uses a lot, like... Mm -hmm. You know where I'm going with this? I heard mm -hmm. it uses a lot of energy. <laughs> yes, um, it does. In order to, to make this um, work or to make it, you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm hearing stories about, like, people being concerned about the environment and, like, all of this different stuff. What uh, what do we know about that? How is How are we figuring out ways to regulate. Are we figuring out ways to regulate? Is this going to be the future of money at the expense of the world? Like, where are we at on that? Mm. It's so good. That was a good... Yes. I see what you did there. I, told you, I see what you did there. I'm just playing the fool. I'm an expert, okay? I know all of it. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Huh? You want to take it? Well, uh, these are the things that I remember about this. Okay, yes. So it does take a lot of energy because it takes a lot of computer power um to hash and to mine and to do all the things uh so there have been it's kind of uh, in debate right sure. now and uh there's some countries like iceland for example yep. uh who has sort of embraced um blockchain and mining and has created the uh environment like opportunity for people to come and do it there but they're using their geothermal energy to help run it so it's not just using yeah. fossil fuels yeah. so there's there's an option in that way mm -hmm. there's also been talk ted cruz mm -hmm. said this which wow. is crazy um but proposed uh using you know there's the flare-offs from oil wells and sure. they're all over oklahoma and texas where they're just burning off the methane yeah. and instead of burning it off using it 
as an energy source for mm. some of these uh, servers and computer systems and that kind of thing. But the real good question is about regulation, and sure. I don't th- none. It's not happening yet. There's just a lot of talk that I yeah. Have well, been I, actually, this week I've seen some regulation coming out. There's proposed proposed regulations, right. but, but that will be a whole whole different episode. So we'll That's talk season about season two. Later. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you're absolutely right. Good, uh, you have El Salvador that is is uh, using volcano for energy and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And one of the things is, and we talked about that yep. also, is that in this uh, community of miners and blockchain and all that kind of stuff, the people there are, I want to say, more you know environmental friendly. So sure. a lot of them already felt bad that they were using you know coal or oil or whatever, mm-hmm. and they wanted to move away from it. And one of the biggest uh, miners in the in the world for a while there was China. But then China went in and said, no, we don't, ex- we, you can't do mining in China anymore. Mm. You can't take that energy. And pretty much overnight, you saw it just drop down to nothing. Wow. And now it's starting slowly to go up again. But the most of that energy consumption that's happening now is, uh, is green energy. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're going more and more and more towards that. Cool. And I do, And I do think that in the future, we are probably going to see 99% of all mining that is going on it's going to be green energy. Sure. And since we're talking about mining, there's also, you have what's called proof-of-work mining. We're just sliding into that, right? Mm-hmm. So proof-of-work mining is what you do with Bitcoin when you're actually using a lot of energy and stuff like that. But you can use something called proof-of-stake, mm. which actually where you, you have bought a whole bunch of that cryptocurrency or token, and then you use that as a leverage and when you create the, the tokens. Mm. So you're actually not using the same energy anymore. And uh, so Ethereum is a good example here. Ethereum wants to move from proof of work to proof of stake. And they have said that if we move all Ethereum mining from proof of work to proof of stake, it will go down with 98% mm. the energy consumption. Wow. So That's crazy. That, then you start seeing, so, and then, but when we're talking about um, you know proof of work and proof, there's different kinds of proof of, Proof of space, right, proof yeah. of storage, proof of time, and all that kind of stuff. So I do think that certain uh, currencies, or well, let's just say blockchains, because you know there's there's some of the blockchains that is not considered being just currencies. They are not going to be that big of a energy cons- consumer as you know some of the proof of works that they're out there. But you're going to need both of them. Gotcha. So you know you're going to have some that are doing proof of work and some of them that are doing proof of stake or proof of storage or whatever it is so and it's like you said like i feel like the world is becoming more conscious of that Mm -hmm. and so they're going to like adjust you know what i mean they're going to be like all right well how can we adjust to make sure like this doesn't happen and we can do this better so yeah uh, i that's something that i really love is that the new generation that's growing up now they are so uh, green conscious, if totally. I use that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do think, and they are the ones who are going to take all over, especially after me, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to say, yeah, we're not going to do that unless this is beneficial for my children, which is going to take over after Wait, me. you mean you're not going to do this forever? <sighs> well, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, there's a lot of smart people out there. I think, you know, we've figured out ways to do yeah. anything we wanted to do. They'll figure out a way to, to make this, you know. Yeah. Look at history. Totally. You know, the uh, human race have always figured out a way to d- do something better. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. No, I think that I think that there's a, it's kind of already been proven that there's a commitment to exploring this new 
you know, currency, new way of dealing with money and new ownership and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that it's people are committed to and moving in that direction and will find ways that it's beneficial and that it works yeah. to uh, for the energy consumption part. But yeah. it's like they're not going to throw it out. Sure. You know, I think there's a commitment. I mean, yeah. El Salvador's national currency is Bitcoin. Yeah, that's the legal tender. Actually, really, a, you can yeah, pay your taxes in Bitcoin. No way. Yeah. And actually, there is a country in Africa that is doing the same. And right now, I think there's seven countries that are contemplating doing the same thing. And El Salvador actually hosted a conference uh, about a month or so uh, ago, where everybody that came there, it was 44 different countries coming there to talk about legal tender for their currency in their country. All right. Okay. Let's get into it right now. Okay. Here's my question. Here's my question. Because as fascinated as I am by this stuff, I'm still very much, I think I can be a dinosaur set in my ways when it comes to certain, you know, mentalities and new experiences. Okay, I see a $100 bill, and I know that's a $100 bill. I see a 100 ETH or whatever, like a 100, the equivalent in, you know, crypto. And I'm like, is it the same And how I was watching a video of a popular rapper named Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. And so Rick Ross is like, you know, I see the crypto guys all the time and they're talking about all of this money that they got, but where is it? Like he's he's saying, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. show me. Yeah, he's show like, me you know, I got a a four hundred acre estate and I can show you that. But like yeah. I know you got all of this in Bitcoin, but like so so that's my question is how I mean, the f- phys- physically holding something in your well, hand. Yeah, I think I think for me that's what it is. It's just like I I can have the idea of. I mean, it's the same with a bank account, right? Like I look but, at my yeah. account. Where I see, Where do you keep the majority of your money? Mine, uh-huh. personally. Yeah. Piggy bank. I don't got that much. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my bank account. Yeah. And and where do you go pay? And how do you pay? Credit cards, right? Yeah. Same so thing. So you're using that's technically di- digital the same money. Thing, yeah. the, the, I think. There will always be a use for fiat currency. There will always be like bills, right? Mm -hmm. Because not everybody, you go to a a flea market, you know, and they might not be able to take currencies or or the dollar or whatever. And so they want to have this, this currency. And when you talk about different kind of currencies, well, you can say this, okay, well, you know what? Here's a hundred dollar bill, right? Well, here's a hundred Swedish crowns. Yeah. Well, imagine that I take that out and say, here's a hundred dollar bill and here's four Ethereum's. Mm. And I have this on a credit card or this on a credit card. I think the thing, so I, the, where I get hung up too is that I can look at a $100 bill and be like, okay, I know what I can get with that, sure. right? And then I look at for Ethereum and I'm like, I don't know where to use this. I don't know mm-hmm. who takes it. I can't go get the same sweet purse that I would get for a $100 bill. I can't do it with Ethereum just because they won't take it. You know what I mean? But that's no, like no, you, you increasingly can. changing. Yeah, well, I yeah. can. I just am not going to the right places. No, so, no, no. It, 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 so there are crypto credit cards. Okay. I take, let's say that I have um, uh, $2,000 on this credit card and okay. I want to buy, what was it, a wallet or, or a purse? <laughs> right? It's a, a really price. expensive yeah. purse. Okay, yeah. I, I'm going to yeah. go there and I'll take my credit card and I slide it and they're going to automatically take 300 bucks out of that account mm-hmm. where I did it. You can have a credit card today. Mm-hmm. You can apply for this credit card. You own Bitcoin. So you put five Bitcoin in that wallet. Mm-hmm. You go to the store, any store, slide your card, and the, the, the purse is $300. And when you slide your card, it's going to send it over and it's going to say, 
uh, I need to give them $300. They go in and look at the currency for today and say, okay, this is the currency of Bitcoin today. Transfer they convert it? Converts it oh, wow, and sends it over. No crazy. way. Yes way. With you that, can do that today. That day's rate. So yeah, so and, and the the biggest issue, obviously, we always are talking about is the currency's fluctuation. Yeah, mm -hmm. got you know, and that's kind of hard. So one day when you bet, you, you you that three hundred dollar purse that you bought uh, might be zero point one percent Bitcoin one day, and the next day it it actually zero point two because the Bitcoin's value went down. Mm -hmm. I think in time, and we've had this if you look through few, uh, in, in in the past and history and stuff like that, uh, new monies will automatically start adjusting themselves and stable out. Yeah, and it will be, you know, okay, this is what we are using. This yeah. is the way we are. And if you, like El Salvador and some other countries now, that they might say, hey, you know what? Uh, I want to buy oil from you, but I just want to buy it in Bitcoin. And they just go, okay. You know. hmm. we, are, we are working ourselves towards that. Because the, in the old days, uh, you know, there was a dollar and there was an equal amount of gold. Sure. Yeah. Right? So we knew sure. what the value was. That is gone. Yeah. Now they just stand there, print the money and go, you know, they, we just decided that, oh, a dollar is worth this. Yeah. yeah. You know, because they say it so. That's exactly the same thing that would happen in the, in the crypto world. Well, we've decided that Bitcoin is worth this much. And there it is. Right? So as a humans we adopt and we yeah, learn and yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna find ways to make it work i got a buddy named chris smith shout out to you chris you need to watch this but he gave me a crash course like a month ago mm -hmm. so i know what you're saying is valid because he was telling me about an app that somebody created where you can send currency mm -hmm. or bitcoin and convert it to whatever currency a person needs yep. or something like that and yep. i'm just like mind blown yeah it's blowing yeah. my mind like the stuff is just like mm -hmm. I guess it's advancing faster than what I, I can advance. Yes, yeah. Yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah, this is a whole new world. Yeah. Who knew? And every time we talk, some new there's been something that's pretty big scale happen. Yeah. I mean, Bitcoin yeah. has fluctuated yeah. a lot since we yeah. started doing this. And yeah. I want to. I, I we've had this discussion before when we said it, I, I want to compare. You know, the whole Bitcoin and blo blockchain, especially blockchain world, is is like going back to when internet started. Totally. You yeah. know, you had scammers, you had programmers that went out, and you had you had all of that going yeah. on, and now it's just reinventing it itself on the blockchain yep. the only difference is that when when internet started it n nobody there, there was no truth yep. in there we have just created truth on internet and mm. that is the difference mm. so it's it, internet of truth that's yep. what it is and personally i think that there's going to be a world in the future when those two layers are going to exist coexist totally because you're going to see that in, in banking and and, and, and and owning something. We were talking about real estate, NFTs, mm -hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And NFT, a lot of artists looks at NFT like, oh, yeah, I, I bought like a Mona Lisa or whatever. Sure. But the underlying protocols for, for NFTs, I think there's so much more to it. Yeah. I, I don't just see art and I see the ownership oh, yeah. that you can show that I actually own this and this is mine. And we we're talking about that with real estate, for instance. That was really fascinating. So I've thought so much about this. We the, the conversation about the NFTs and real estate is really, to me, it's like, okay, this is what NFTs can do. They put like watermarks on 
so many different things. So if you're doing like a real estate contract, usually there's options in mm -hmm. there. So we talked about the option to, if you're renting to own, right? So you make a contract with uh, your landlord that you're going to pay a certain amount and monthly rent and it will maybe go toward your down payment. But at the end of that period, maybe in two years, you're going to buy this house for let's say $200,000. That's the agreement. And if you put the contract on a blockchain, you can also put NFTs on certain options. Mm. So it's a you put an NFT on the um, agreement about how much you're going to pay in rent, how long it's going to be, um, and then what's that option to buy. Because if something happens in the real world where the great example that your friend gave is that, you know, you're buying a house because you're about to have a baby, then you find out you have twins. So it's like, well, now we got to get a different house. This house isn't big enough for us. You can still, because you have an NFT and you own in some ways that option on your contract you can go sell that option to somebody else oh wow and say yeah. now you've got that. the option to buy the house and i've put you know i've been paying a thousand dollars in rent for two years that's twenty four thousand dollars that's at least what that option's got to be worth mm -hmm. Because I've put that much into it, so regularly you're that just high and dry. Really interesting. <laughs> but it's the idea of that's the thing that really clicked with me is that it's the idea of having like your mark on many different parts yeah. of a contract or many different parts of an ownership agreement mm. that gives you more flexibility, more freedom, more ownership, and it doesn't leave you high and dry. Love that. And that like takes away from like like it removes the amount of people like that like have to go into that process yes, right like you don't need a real estate agent you don't need the like title people no more like you don't need like all of this all of these people who like are set up in this process and taking cuts and they're taking like little cuts here yeah, and there sometimes yeah. they're pretty big cuts yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like interesting. like you could essentially do the like you know you know go on craigslist and make a contract with some guy and yeah. like boom that be is just as official as like yeah yeah yeah. That's super and all interesting. Of that, that we're talking smart contracts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Smart contracts. I'm yes. hearing just like empowerment, like and and yes. you know, yeah. and kind of just to go back what you said earlier. I remember watching videos about like the internet coming out back in the '90s, like rewatching them as a, a older man, and so like <laughs> you know these news these news analysts are like, yeah, something called the internet, ha ha ha, like and they're just you know mocking it and saying that people are just being silly and watching too much sci-fi. And I pride myself on being a visionary for the most part. Like, I like to see the future things before they happen. Mm -hmm. But I can see myself kind of occupying that space of some yeah. of the people who are, like, dismissive and satirical and, like, ridiculing. And so I also realize that things come and they go, mm -hmm. right? Like, bell bottom. I'm just kidding. But, like, things fade out. You know what I mean? And so for a while I was like, is this one of those things? But I'm learning. I think it's here to stay. Like, I think... This is the new world, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You look up it and is. now everybody has internet. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, six billion people have smartphones. So like, mm -hmm. not only do they got internet, they have it in their pocket mm -hmm. every day. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, you look up and that's only been, what, 25 years, mm -hmm. 30, who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, th think about countries that is not as fortunate as America, Africa, yeah. where, you know, people that was living out in the bush never had a landline. Hmm. But they went directly from, you know, screaming from, from the hilltops to a cell phone. Literally. Yeah. yeah. 
and which they is, embraces this like crazy. Yeah, and, that, and that's fascinating. That's super fascinating. That like you know, a country could go from that to like cell phones, and then from cell phones to just like cryptocurrency. Yeah, you know, and that's like the norm. And go around because yeah, you don't have to build the, the like, whole infrastructure yeah. of banking. Yeah. You don't have to build mm-hmm. in all of these things. It's just direct me to you. Okay, what's the what's money. the bad? I was just about to say, like, yeah. we could talk good and like. But okay, what, so, what so are, one thing that's bad about that is that, that you know, uh, you own your own bank. Mm. You lose the password, you're screwed. It's over forever. Yeah, I mean, let's say that you had, uh, you know, and this you probably heard about this. This guy had a thousand Bitcoin on a computer, and then he threw it away and can't find a password. And yeah. all that. that's a thousand Bitcoins. This is just down the drain. Yeah. You own your bank. You own your wallet. Yeah. If you don't keep track of the the passwords and all that kind of stuff, and this is something that we talked when we created a wallet, mm-hmm. and we constantly came back to that. Remember to save your seeds. Remember to save your seeds constantly, constantly, because. It's like if you own this thing and it's yours and the bank doesn't hold it or and nobody else has a password for it, this is yours. If you lose it, you lose it. Yeah. That is the bad part. Not everybody is computer savvy enough mm-hmm. to to realize that, oh, I might not, not do this. The solution to that, though, is that there's a lot of exchanges out there, bit, you know, like uh, Binance or Coinbase or something like that. And they will be the custodians of your wallet. Mm. They will be the bank. Now you don't have to worry about it. The part to worry about there would be it's like, ooh, if they get hacked, mm. then they they might, you know, they might take my money. The good part about that is that now with the new regulations coming out, the governments are requiring that if you are one of those exchanges, you need to have enough money oh. stashed away. To be able to, to, to pay that back. Yeah. And here's the thing that happened, and I don't know if you guys remembered, but a couple of years back, we had a huge crash happening here. And the banks would just say, well, yeah, you had a million dollars in the bank, but I'm sorry, I can only give you 250. Yeah. The new world is different. If you had the Bitcoin in there and the exchange, and exchange get hacked and you lose it, and it's proven that it was not your fault, they have to give you back Hundred percent. Everything. Why don't they just do the FDIC for crypto? I mean, that's what saved the whole system to begin with. I think I haven't read the 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 proposals uh, just came out. I think uh, maybe a a couple of days ago. Okay. And I haven't read it yet because it's sixty-two pages or something like that. Oh wow. I'm on page four. (laughs) 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 So so I'm I'm still trying to just digest some of it. You know. Yeah. I also have a a life outside of this, believe it or not. (laughs) You know. So I I do have to mow my yard, and so I, I try to catch up where I can. But yes, you're right. There are goods and there are bads, but you have that all over the place. Totally. I think the thing that is the absolute best thing is that the ownership. Yeah. Like we were talking to people in Africa, you know, you have a, 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 a currency called M-Pesa, where, you know, these people that they don't even go to a bank and say, I have 15 M-Pesa here and I want to buy uh, chicken grain from my neighbor and he wants five M-Pesa and I'll just go to the phone and ding, ding, it's done. But there's no bank, no nothing. Yeah. Then the chicken grows up and he wants to sell that. <clears throat> and then um, he, he wants 50 M-Pesa for that. And, and she wants to buy it for 50 M-Pesa. So ding, ding, it's done. Yeah. You know, this is my wallet. This is why I keep everything. You know? See, the thing about that is that, like, the thing that, like, I think I get worried about is that, like, 
those people are not gonna go out quietly. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like totally. the, the banks, the like middle me the middle people who have been like who are used to a certain process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like used to taking cuts, like what what does the future look like like as the world changed for them? Like, you know, like even I mean we talked about like even in insurances, like mm-hmm. you know, the more you like the more empowered like people get through this process and through like currency, like the more these powers like lose power and lose money and like i don't know i'm curious what the like what do you think the like blowback of that would be or the fighting well, one of the things be. that you said is that you know we're going to start losing a lot of middle hands yeah that's where it starts yeah. i mean if you think about banking about 20 years ago or 30 years ago where you went with cash money to the bank and it was a teller person there you gave them the money they signed it in a little book and all that kind of stuff you know you go into a bank now they're most of the banks are only open between, you know, noon and two or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, it's, all of that is going away. You're doing more and more of that online, mm-hmm. right? And I think that we're going to start seeing that more and more in insurance companies, for instance. Yeah, you go on an, uh, a site and you want to have insurance for your car and all that kind of stuff. And on the other side, this insurance company has uh, started making smart contracts where all of these different options are in there. You go in and fill all what it is that you want to, they give you a proposal on how much it's going to cost. And then once you say, okay, this is what I want, you sign it with your wallet, right? Because that's going to be part of your identity. Actually, it's called did, but we can go into that later. <laughs> but but oh, you, yeah, sign, yeah. you sign. Does it mean digital ID? Yes. Yes. Man. Sorry. I'm so guys. Keep going. You're yeah. blowing Anyway, so, so then you sign that contract and the insurance company, boom, there it is. Right? It's all done. So you don't go to a person anymore or anything like that. You then have an accident, right? You go with your phone and you take a, a picture of it, and the picture is directly made into an NFT. Yeah. And the NFT is on the blockchain and shows that this is what happens. It's sent to the smart contract or to the insurance company, and they look at it and go, yeah, hey, that's the truth. There it is. Yeah. Right? I think. Yeah, to answer your question, like, I don't know what they can do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. if, once you got power, then you can control. But it's like, if, I, if go ahead. Well, no, sorry. I feel like they're going to just adapt. and Because there'll be plenty of, yeah. of opportunities for jobs and development in just mm-hmm. the process that, that you sense. just oh, yes. said. Yeah. They're just going to be software developers oh, and yeah. coders and mm-hmm. those sorts of jobs in the middle rather than bank tellers or yeah. like loan officers there's so much more to that because the thing is that you know not only do you need a program to do all of this stuff you need someone that has an art or is an artsy person that wants to design what it's going to look like how's yeah. the interface going to look right. yeah, how is it yeah. going to be easy yeah, for this person yeah. and then what am i creating to attract more young people yeah yeah i'm not going to use gray Right, you need to have so the spectrum of people that need to be used is going to be so much bigger. Who's going to explain it to the older people who haven't been able to adapt with the internet and like all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, I'm I'm sorry to say this, and no offense to anybody out there, but people are dying out. The the new young people. Are Don't taking, say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? People are dying. I know. Yeah, I, know. I, I apologize. If you don't want, if you don't want to learn, then you know. Here's I'm going to tell you something. The, we, I, I went to uh, the Fayetteville Library, mm-hmm. and there was a guy there that was going to have a, a blockchain Bitcoin talk mm-hmm. about this. Majority of people there 
were senior citizens, wow. majority. These people are so on top of things, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. The, I mean, they, they adapt the, the whole thing of adapting, you know, iPads and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It took them less time than it did for, for, for you know, middle-aged or whatever people. I think one of the things is there's two groups, young kids and old kids. They're super curious. They also have the time. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's and real. they That's just so go in and they just That's absorb. If you're real. older, you're going to go and say, well, I want to learn something new and yeah. I want to check this out. Young people, it's like, oh, cool idea. I want to try yeah, this yeah, out, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's then like you have that group in the middle. It's, it's us. Like, it's this, us. This is what I'm stuck That's why you stuck. Is that why there's no hope for me? Nope. You and I are done. There's so much to talk about. I think we probably need to start wrapping this up. And how I want to wrap this up is saying, number one, everything we have talked about now and have fun about, you can go back and look at each episode and you will hear and see what we talked about and learn like we have. And I am so proud of you guys, (laughs) Uh, you know. And, and, well, yeah, you too. Yeah. 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 I know yes. I just got here, but... Yeah, no, it's a, no. This, all, this is not getting no, here. That's the way it is. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us again, and we will be seeing you guys soon. Bye.